0: welcome back everybody to the be kind rewind you've joined us in mid dance party everybody seems to love the theme song it is my absolute favorite um there's days where we just want an hour-long episode of just that because it's so wonderful uh welcome back to to the be kind rewind we've been out of studio for a few weeks so i am thrilled 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 to be back and i am thrilled with this uh this week's uh uh group of guests. Uh, we've got some really good ones here today. First to my right, I said we always start with on the right, Mr. Ben Hamill. Hello, sir. Hello. He uh, He's an actor, producer, director. Uh, I've one, done it all. You have done it all. Uh, one half of the amazing Star Wars Abridged. Well, um, it's a
1: trio now.
0: It is a trio now. That is right. It is a trio now. Um, so one third of Star, Star Wars Abridged. You remember from our Star Wars Phantom Menace episode, we have the author of that, and so now we're graced with uh, one of the principals of that show, and he is also in the top 20 Boise's Funniest People competitions for 2019. Ah. Uh, uh-huh. <laughs> and I had the pleasure of working with him on a really, uh, really cool film project a few years ago. So, Mr. Ben Hamill, say hello. Thank you so much for being here today. Hello, hello, hello. hello. <laughs> and then to his right, uh, Miss Tanya Cope. She was uh, the t- one of the top five finalists for the 2017 Boise's funniest people.
2: Yes, you're you're in for it. You're gonna you're gonna have a blast. It's quite an intense experience. And the intro music, you know, I just it's so appropriate for this because I can just totally imagine a, a mid '80s montage with mm-hmm. Olivia Newton-John and John Travolta working towards that dance <laughs> routine that's gonna win. You know, that's gonna bring it. I just—it is—it is, it is it very—it is, it is very it, fitting for the show. It really gets me pumped. I'm just saying, I just get so excited.
0: Tanya's a, a local comedian, and uh, I've been a fan of hers for a, for a long. I learned something today that she's a poor judge of height. Is what I've learned today. <laughs> <laughs> You're so
2: much shorter on Facebook. I, I, it was a shock to meet you in person. I just was
0: stunned. You know, for us five and eleven and a half people—it's it's, a—it's a trick of the eye. I know. I know. <laughs> And then uh, to her right, uh, a very, very close personal friend of mine. We've been friends for over 20 years. We went to high school together. Go Warriors. Go (laughs) Warriors. Exactly. I believe we spent the afternoon uh, as boyfriend-girlfriend once, and that was wonderful. Wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, I mean that accident.
2: That sounded also, so sorted. It did sound <laughs> sorted, so but out. it was it was oh wholesome.
0: It was absolutely wholesome. She wrote we a held uh, hands. We held hands, Aww. she sent me a later said yes or no and I said yes. And then, then <laughs> she moved to another school and that was the last time I ever saw her. <laughs> 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 that is actually the truth how that went down. Uh, but that's okay. Because uh, she is the mother of two beautiful two and a half children in a few months she will be uh mother of three children. Uh, and she is a huge, huge fan of the Mystery Men, and I am so glad to have you here today, April. Well, Say thank
3: hi. you for having me. I'm I'm excited to be here.
0: You are one of the reasons why I wanted to do this episode, because you love this movie so much. Well, thank you. And, and Ben said that he was a big, big fan of this movie, too. Absolutely. Oh, it's one right. of my favorite movies. It is a very wonderful movie. So, like we said, uh, we're going to address the elephant in the room. We're talking about Mystery Men. Now, this is... Uh, the be kind rewind. We watch. We you know. We we take a look at these movies that people don't seem to like. They don't seem to resonate with people. This one's different, and I, I'll be the first to admit this almost doesn't fit the criteria of the show. Uh, 1999 Mystery Men. It doesn't almost fit the criteria of the show. The reason why I wanted to talk about this movie on the show was because it is sorely underrated as a, a film that. Uh, is still res, it's still a re, uh, it's 20 years old. Here's the, that's the weird fact about this, this movie came out literally 20 years ago next month. It'll be 20 years. That's um, weird. I uh, saw this in the theater. Yeah. 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 Me too. Yeah. Me too. Yeah so, yeah. so, yeah, so did I. Uh, it, it, it's a wonderful film and it doesn't get the credit that I think it, it deserves because here we are 20 years later. And, uh, some of the things we're we'll be talking about from this movie today, uh, really really ahead of its time and very underappreciated for what it did for uh not only this type of mo- movie but um like you know ensemble comedies but honestly in my opinion we're gonna get to this later uh superhero movies in general because it is a superhero uh fantasy comedy movie so ben what were your first thoughts of the mystery man when you because you actually came you were one of the people that came to me and said hey let's do mystery man I so did. What were your, your cursory thoughts of the old uh, 99 mystery Man? well it, it's
1: absolutely one of my favorite movies of all time I, um, I love it I, I watch it all the time uh, I think it's uh, I think it's brilliant and I definitely agree with you it's sorely sorely underrated um, there, there's so much in this that, yeah. that is just brilliant mm-hmm. um, and it's so funny and the the entire cast is just incredible mm-hmm. oh yes. Yeah. I, every single time I watch it, I, I find new
0: things that I love about it. I mean, and 20 years later. Yeah, I watched it last night, and I just it, it was one of those times where I usually sit down before we do an episode, and I'll start jotting my notes. And after about a half hour, I just had to put them down. I said, I can't. No, this is just, <laughs> I just want to watch this, because there's just such good stuff in there. And if you can go all day long, just writing yeah, little, absolutely. little liners and little notes and things
2: like that. Yeah. So, you know, um, Yeah, well, and just amazing actors Mm -hmm. um, pulling out incredible performances. Um, The only thing that disappoints me about this movie, I got to throw in the negative: Um, Janine Garofalo, who was like when I the first time I went and saw this movie, I had like the hella platonic crush on Janine Garofalo, yeah, and I don't think it's her best performance ever. She's kind of, but I still love the bowler. But she's just too, like, give me something else besides pissed off.
3: <laughs> she definitely has daddy issues. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely has daddy issues. <laughs> yeah, yeah. To say the least.
2: Um, but, you know, that's for a, that's a certain generation point. of women, Janine Garofalo at that, at that time was like, do I want to be her? Do I want to have sex with her? <laughs> do I want both? I don't know. She was awesome. I still love this movie. I still love her in this movie. But um, I don't think it was her best performance ever. And I think it's only, and relatively speaking, the only bad performance in the film. Like I said, bad being relative because everybody else was so amazing in this movie, I thought.
0: I'm I'm underlining this because I really want to get back to that. That's a really, really good, really interesting observation. So I definitely get to that. April, this is Mystery Men. This is your movie. (laughs) What uh, What were your thoughts?
3: Well, my first thought was just how relatable the characters are. I mean, most of the time when you think about superheroes, you think about Spider-Man and them having just uh-huh. these incredible powers. None of these people actually have any superpower. I mean, come on, you've got an invisible boy. <laughs> we don't even really know if he's invisible or not, you know? He's yeah. only invisible when you, when people aren't watching him.
0: Yep, that one scene that <laughs> maybe... <laughs> maybe he's
3: invisible, we don't know. Two hands. <laughs> <laughs> But, I mean, like, the shoveler, he has marriage problems. The Blue rajah. I love the shoveler. Yeah. Mommy issues. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the definitely. Blue Raja, mm-hmm. mommy issues, you know. Still in his mom's silverware. Mm-hmm. Can't throw a knife. He only throws forks and spoons. Mm-hmm. You know, and then you got the spleen. I mean, he's got the gas spleen. issues. definitely needs to go see a gastroenterologist or something. <laughs> and then you have Mr. Furious, who um, oh, just gets God. angry. I mean- they're just so relatable characters. <laughs> he he wants to date a woman, and he's so scared to go talk to her. I mean, there's just they're just so relatable. He has
0: to hide behind that persona, that that uh, Mr. Furious,
3: right? Yeah, he mm-hmm. wants to go Pompeii on everybody, mm-hmm. And everybody's butt. I think is what he says or bum. Which... <laughs> yeah, <Pompeii. laughs> Yeah, so I mean, they're just they're just lovable characters that you you kind of feel for them because they are definitely the underdog.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, So the Mystery Man, like I said, came out in 99, uh, August 6th of 99. Now, if you really think about that, traditionally, once towards the end of summer happens, that's where they don't really put their A blockbuster uh, movies out. You know, once, you know, two weeks out of 4th of July, you're it. And pretty much what you've got left is what you've got left. So it didn't get a a really good uh, release date. Um, They made it for $68 million. Which for late nineties late nineties money is pretty good. Uh, It only brought in thirty three point five million. Shut up, really. I thought it was a bigger hit than that. No, it only brought in thirty three million. So, relatively speaking, it is definitely considered a a box office bomb. uh, For that respect, there is a a cult following to this movie, not to the level that I personally would like to see, but. (laughs) It it is regarded as a good movie, but it's not regarded, I think, as the movie that I think it should be regarded as. It should, you should, in my opinion, you should see it pop up more in people's like all time favorite movies. It does an occasion, but not yeah. the best. Um, this came up in our, our our last episode, the the Sergeant Pepper's episode, and so I was really curious uh, about it. Um, what came out around the same time? <laughs> it really is is telling to as to the, the success or failure of a movie. So late summer of 99. So here's what came out around the same time. The Iron Giant.
1: <gasps>
0: the Thomas Crown Affair. Huh? Detroit Rock City. The Sixth Sense. Oh, wow. American Pie. And The Blair Witch Project. Amongst wow. many, many others. So. To me, that's really telling as far out old this movie is. Yeah. Because, you know, those movies have gone on. I mean, this came out the same time as American Pie. And you think about how, like, tired American Pie is. <laughs> and and now it's like, wow, that's, I'm around the same time. So what struck out to me is when I was watching this last night, if you didn't know that this came out in 99, if this just came out and you didn't have any frame of reference on how these people have aged since then – this literally could have been made now yeah easily it's true yeah, yeah. easily definitely uh, Like i said other than the age part of it is the only thing that doesn't say that this movie wasn't made literally at any time there's the cell phones is the only thing that they don't really have prevalent in the movie unnecessary yeah yeah uh, absolutely Tom. You, you know you'll, you 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 can go back and watch some of these older movies you know if you watch the sixth sense or american pie Ooh, yeah, you can really <laughs> tell. You can tell, but this is absolutely—it, uh, it's, it's unreal to me how how timeless it is, and it's not. There there is a couple problematic issues in it what I saw, but nothing jumped out at me as something that's not.
2: And the bad guy the, is the bad guy. so beautiful. Oh my gosh, <laughs> the bad guy so... in this film. <laughs> Casanova oh,
0: Jeff- Frankenstein. Yes. <sighs> Jeffrey
2: Rush. Okay, just just the name. <laughs> Casanova Frankenstein. Know, that- <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, Casanova Frankenstein. I remember I'm the smart. first time I heard that I was like that is two things that do not go together, but then he Brings that character yes, that's does. Casanova and Frankenstein because yep. he's so tall mm-hmm. and so imposing, but he is weirdly sexy through the whole thing. Very
0: smooth, very, very smooth, mm-hmm. very
2: sexy, very yeah. He's got yeah, all this, yeah. the
0: the the rings. He's got yes, a ring on every yes. single he's finger. He's very pimp. Oh my very gosh, very pimp. Yep. I, I I almost took that a little bit more literally. He's like, I really wanted him to be like a smooth, literally like a Frankenstein's monster, but again, that was. 20 years you know 19 year old joey wanted that when i look back it's like oh my gosh no this is no, he's absolutely perfect flawless, this crazy flawless this, this ridiculous character he just nails it um and april you mentioned too that when you're you going through the characters uh how relatable they are and how uh you're right most of them don't have special powers beyond something that could be learned like the blue raja you can learn how to throw a fork with some accuracy, if that's what you wanted to do. Uh, the spleen having I mean, just like really <laughs> gross farts. No, I'm um,
2: sorry. That's a skill. That is a skill. That's a skill. A, that's that a skill.
0: Is, uh, let's, let's jump with the spleen real quick. Now, you got to remember, 99. He was uh, still in trouble. He was still in trouble. He still had that, that air of like, oh. How no, far away
1: was the whole. So his scandal was.
0: No, it was early 90s. I want to say. Uh, if somebody's got their phone on, they want to look that up. Um, we're looking that up of a, a, a when his uh, scandal, his unfortunate scandal, which
4: I'm still gonna. Hmm? Oh, I got
0: it. Oh, okay. Which. 1991. Uh, 91. Okay, cool. So 91. So okay. It's about eight years out uh, from the scandal, but still the punchline of every every uh, hack uh, late night uh, late night talk show host. Eight years later, um, the fact that it's still a hack joke now is, is funny to me. But um, so you just uh, uh, casting uh, Paul Rubens in this role that close to that scandal was surprising. And then nothing much came of it. Like I can remember a couple of years ago, he came back and it brought Pee Wee Herman back. And that was like crazy that, oh, he's back.
2: Like, well, he technically came back.
0: Already, but then it was almost like a non starter
2: to this. Uh, re but he was so not Pee Wee, he was definitely not Pee Wee in this, yeah, definitely so not Pee Wee.
0: Yeah, and I guess you're right, it wasn't like Pee Wee Herman, and that's what you know he's known for. But the fact that, like, because I'm trying to think if he did Buffy the Vampire Slayer, which was, yeah. Um, I ninety. That me. was ninety two, ninety three. Uh, oh, yeah, which was brilliant. And then this, and I am I am drawing a blank on anything major that he did around that time, since before until he, he started bringing back Pee Wee, which was I may uh, or may n-
3: not have Pee Wee's Playhouse on my DVR at this moment.
0: Oh well, heck yeah, that's good stuff. That that's was, that required was watching amazing, for everybody. Amazing. Stuff. Um. So okay, so. So put it in the context now that it's absolutely a okay to ho- to to cast Paul Rubens in literally anything that you're doing. Twenty years ago, it wasn't the case, and yet there he is, and it just kind of goes over. Um, William H Macy, uh,
2: he's, so sta- uh, he's my favorite character. Yes, he's actually the most. Yes,
0: uh, I-, I wanted to get into like characters that we we like identified with the most. For me personally, it's always been the Shoveler. Uh, he he wants to do good. He's humble. He's a family man. He he's doing this because he feels like he has this. I shovel. uh, That's what I do. Yeah, I shovel. I shovel, shovel. which is pretty impressive when he's throwing his (laughs) shovel around. It's like actually, that's really impressive. Um, He just has this like this do good dad flat time like desire to want to just do good and to just. uh, He even someone even calls him a hero, and he goes, "Well, we we fight crime. Call it what you will." Like, (laughs) oh, dude. Oh yeah, it is one of the best lines. Like, oh man! Um, Actually, just... there's there's way too many. Oh lines yeah, in no, this there's notebooks that full I of say on a daily basis. <laughs> <laughs>
3: That's the best thing. I mean, there are so many one-liners in this. It's just incredible. Yeah, the writing, the writing
0: yeah. is, is very, very good. Um, so you know, William H Macy at the time wasn't really known for his comedic kind of turns, and then because he came, he came fresh out of uh, Fargo, and then he did this, which you know at the time was like. Oh, William H now he's gone on to do shameless and he can Ugh. obviously he's got the the, the comedic chops uh, this actually too because uh, we're looking at the DVD of the uh, the cover of the DVD here and right above William H Macy's head is Kel Mitchell now if you had asked me in 1999 it's like yep they picked the right the right person from Keenan and Kel <laughs> how wrong would I would have been at that <laughs> <point>? <laughs> Uh Dead, dead wrong. Kel Mitchell did a phenomenal job as that doe-eyed, like uh, Spider-Man type uh, analog for this movie, because he actually does have some pretty good, uh, you know, he, 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 I mean, he, he does disappear, I, you know, I suppose, but he <laughs> yeah, actually he really does, does have a some sort of uh, of marketable um, uh, uh, superpower. But to, to to me, knowing that, you know, coming from Keenan and Kel. Good burger Ken- too, and good yeah. burger. Yeah, that. Yeah, <laughs> he was always like the funny one, and Kel Mitchell was the more the straight man. And again, nope, he was not. Uh, uh, Keenan Thompson by far uh, out uh, outstretched him uh, from career wise. Anyway, um, it's just really interesting that that
2: uh, I don't know where I was going with that. But <laughs> okay, why am I blinking blinking on his name? But that guy, the, the like the, the alleged. Swings? The Sphinx. The Sphinx. Yeah. As a person that just is a teench older than you guys, just a teench, and got way into Kung Fu movies, Mm -hmm. he gave me the biggest laugh the first time I saw this because he like makes fun of like all of the ring of iron karate movies, the guy that just spews which is nonsense. stuff that's just, yeah. yeah, that's just one step away from nonsense, and it's like just be and everybody's like, oh, like that's so profound, and it's like no, it's, it's not. Like, yeah. He's just stringing stuff together and s- s- saying it in such yeah. a way mm-hmm. that makes it. Which sound. Mr.
1: Furious calls him out on. Yeah, nobody exactly. Nobody else goes along with.
0: And everyone's like, nope, that's perfect. You know, he who questions training trains himself to ask questions. Uh-huh. <laughs> which there's a name for that. I was uh, researching this, uh, and I can't even say the word. Um, uh, it's like uh, anti-hyper... Not hyperbole, but anti-perbole or something like that is what it's
3: called.
0: I, anti-perbole? I, I, I don't know words. I only just speak them for a living. <laughs> but um, yeah, it's, that, that is actually a, 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 a type of, of speaking. Uh, ask uh, John F. Kennedy's, you know, Ask not What You Can Do For Your Country, What country Do For You. That's what he's saying. That's exactly the kind of stuff he's That's speaking in exactly. this whole movie. And the whole... Yeah, he doesn't let it go either. He no, he, no. he he does that shtick the entire time, and that actor, um, his 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 real name is is eluding me. Is a it's very West Studi. West Studi. Yeah, 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 yeah. West Studi. I follow. I, yeah, I started yeah. following him on Facebook. He was and in Last and, uh, of the Mohicans. Was he in Last of the Mohicans? Mm-hmm. That's what I, I figured he would be yeah, in that he's one because he was in with Dancing with Wolves. Yeah, it, was the other kind one. Of yeah, his like character he's, type. Exactly. That. So then he's doing this with a, a goofy Sphinx head. And the horse mane. Yes. This ponytail that he has. He's wearing he
2: on a BDSM costume. Totally, what he's yeah. wearing. Absolutely. And he just like, yep. <laughs> and mm-hmm. it's and like. He teaches okay. them all how to sew. <laughs> yes. Okay. <That's> so <laughs> different.
0: So different. Uh, Can we talk about Tom Waits? Yes, yes, of oh, yes, course. Please. Doc Keller. Yes, yes, Tom please. Waits. I think so, he's my favorite character. Tom Waits thing. is hilarious I'm just as here for the ladies. <laughs> 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 yeah. The, at the really, really cool old folks home at the beginning of the movie. Yeah. He's the just, red hanging... eyes come in. yeah, the red eyes, which is already laying of all people. There's the, the, the head red eyes yeah. is already laying. Yeah. Oh, you're that's right. right. Yeah. It was, um, for, uh, I thought it was the, the guy from Herman's head, but it's not, it's <laughs> not that guy's name. Uh, I forget his name too, but no, it was already laying when I looked at it. Wait oh, damn, That is already. Huh. Um, and yeah, his his non lethal weapons, <laughs> which is so funny and and not to turn this political, is absolutely something that like a left wing person who was writing this would put that specifically in the yeah. movie. That's Batman's whole thing. It's like he doesn't kill anybody. We don't have we have complete non lethal weapons. <laughs> Twenty years ago when that was like, yep, yeah, this is what we're doing. I mean you gotta remember that that was a, a completely different world, completely different environment, and it was almost like not hokey, but just like kind of goofy back then. And now was like, oh, yeah, it's actually brilliant. His, uh, his blame thrower.
4: Yeah.
3: <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> well, and he takes oh. junk and he puts it together. And yeah. that's how he makes all of his weapons. When he,
0: yeah, when he lives in a, an abandoned theme park. like, uh, mm-hmm. open, like yeah. Where else would a mad scientist live? Obviously.
2: <laughs> I would totally... Live in an abandoned theme park? What are you talking about? You wouldn't yeah, have to be nice. a mad scientist. I, <laughs> I mean, you the peace and quiet. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, no neighbors. Out, uh, out in
0: the middle of the like the a uh, 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 dried lake bed is where they oh, built yeah. that set. It's
2: so funny. <laughs> it would be so cool.
0: Yeah, Tom Waits uh, being in this movie. He was in one other movie that popped up when I was researching Tom Waits. That was like a, a, uh, a
2: the vampire know. movie. Wasn't
0: he? Uh, he probably wasn't a vampire movie. I'm losing um, so much credibility now, not knowing my, my Tom Waits filmography. No, I to put my
2: glasses on. Oh, you've got to put
0: your glasses oh, on.
2: Oh, my gosh. So
0: we've got uh, so, um, Paul Rubens, uh, William H. Macy. The Book uh, of Eli. The Book of Eli, he's in that? Oh, yeah, I'm completely okay. wrong. Yeah, The Book of Eli. I was Eli, completely wrong. Uh, Kel Mitchell. Um, now, I honestly thought, and again, I, I was dead wrong on this one, too, that this was going to be Hank Azaria's springboard to doing a whole heck of a lot more. And that didn't materialize till years later with Brockway and other things that he did. Um, I thought that his characterization in this movie was so funny. And you can totally tell that he's a voice actor. Yeah. Yeah. Because he's able to go from Jeff to just this nerdy... You know, kid that lives in his his, his mom's mom's house um, to blue the blue raja. And he never wears blue. Nope, That's never. The great, great gimmick. Part. Great. Yep. When he describes it, it's actually, yeah, of course, because because he would dress from he was from India with a British accent. Because you don't know your history, it's something that he just totally it, duh. Well, and <laughs> then course. he has a he touching
3: even... moment with his mom where exactly. she gives him the hand me down silverware you know it's just such a I was gonna save
0: this for your wedding that obviously right? that's a, fl- that's a long a- way off yeah <laughs> just, oh my gosh yeah, the, it's so good the,
2: as a mother of a nerd I can I can relate to that moment because I have a 20 year old son that was asking me about uh, you know when I'm going to be ready to be a grandmother and I'm like I'm not worried about you causing that at all yeah <laughs> <laughs> I, I just you, watched but... my
0: oldest continue to play Minecraft it's like I don't have to yeah, worry about yeah, buying anything yeah, for a while yeah no
2: <laughs> (laughs) he lovely guy but just too nerdy and I've seen him interact with women and it's like oh gosh (laughs) oh gosh so then you can
0: you can relate to the blue Raja oh yes (laughs) totally totally my
2: son is in his own way the blue Raja (laughs) And he was born the same year, too, so it's was like, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, oh, right yeah, on. now that it, it's like, yeah, he's 20 now, too. You're going to so. have
0: to teach him how to throw some forks and wear, I, I, wear a <laughs> turban unironically. I taught
2: him how to throw a hatchet and got in trouble for it. Oh,
0: no. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. That could be his, that could be his shit if he could throw a hatchet, which I, 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 I love how uh, when they say, why don't you throw throw uh, knives? It's like, come on. Knifey boy. I'm not a stab man. <laughs> oh, you're kind of missing the point there, buddy. Like, that's so funny. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my um, So you had mentioned then uh, Janine Garofalo. Uh, kind of been thinking about this what, uh, after you said that. And is it something that she just – is it because the movie was kind of crowded? I mean, you got a lot of pretty big personalities in this movie. That might, be it. That might movie. be it. I
2: mean, she just – Her
0: character is very uh, – considering it's her dad's head that she has in the bowling ball. I know. Which that's, is and absolutely.
3: she continues to talk to him throughout. Yeah. Well, we yeah. Have conversations yes. with this <laughs> bowling and, ball. Better. And
2: even though, like – I no, I started this – okay, now I have to redeem myself. I started no, you're not, this you're, you're with – not right or wrong. That's, I know. Because, I mean, I did – I love Janine. Like I said, when I Mm – the first time I saw this movie, it was strictly because, oh, my gosh, Mm Janine Garofalo, girl crush. And then um, the whole interaction she has with that – because my dad was a bowling coach. Nice. For years. (laughs) Nice. And my dad has never seen this movie, and I'm like, Dad, you need to see this movie because if (laughs) you die, this is what's going to happen I'm going to need your skull. I'm going to need your skull. Can I please – Except for my dad and I have a very sweet relationship, so Mm -hmm. there wouldn't be a lot of arguing. It would well, if he was in my kitchen, he would be telling me I don't know how to cook. But
0: do you call him by his first name like she does? She calls him Carmine. Carmine, (laughs) Carmine, yeah, Carmine, yeah, the bowler's daughter.
2: I call him. This is a PG thirteen podcast. Sometimes you know, dad and I, it gets kind of intense, and I'm a very (laughs) candid person. Um, But uh, yeah, it's she just seems like yeah i think maybe they cut out all of her best moments you know it's just her being angry and then her being angry with her dad is what it seems like it,
0: it,
2: it I, I i will like, say that I don't it does her seem... having a warm moment like all the other characters are some kind of vaguely warm moment
0: she she does have a moment i i, I don't think it's quite i don't know maybe just it wasn't as punched in as some of the other moments were when uh she she sends the ball in to shut the Cafe over Frankenstein's machine true. off. Yeah, that's true. So they they do their group hug, which calls I think back that to is earlier her moment. To yeah, think. when she she yeah, basically okay. says goodbye. You know, it's it's we've got to go. I'm sorry, it's time. And she reaches in and like the thing like distorts her face, pulls her eyeball out and pushes it back in. And then she drops the ball in, and the ball. I love that the ball is sentient and just moves on its <laughs> own. Yeah, I, I love that. Really cheesy when you're watching on a DVD. Like ooh, but. If you were to watch it on a VHS like it was originally released, you wouldn't even tell. It's like, oh, that's kind of rough. But uh, r- regardless, um, so it, it destroys the machine, which I think they could have just done that earlier. But that's just my own uh, personal <laughs> opinion because the machine's are right there. Why don't you just hit it with the bowling ball uh, earlier? Um, so I can't I, think that must too be hard, so. Right? Yeah, I, 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 what am I doing? This is good. I'm negating the whole point of my show. There's <laughs> another reason why it sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Tune into the to the unkind <laughs> rewind. Um, that's a horrible. Um, so I guess she does have her moment where she says goodbye, but then he just comes right back. You know, I I just think that you're 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 right. Her her talents may, may have been you know sadly not showcased as well as they possibly. Could. I mean, she does have the final line of the movie. That's true. That's uh, true. When they, at, the, at the very end, and it is
2: like overall like. Hands down, one of my more favorite movies ever. Um, so yeah, but I just remember the first time I saw it, I was like, "Oh, Janine is not as awesome as I, I don't know. I
0: mean, she she is the she is the badass. So maybe she's oh, she's certainly a
2: badass. I,
0: you're right. The, the more I think about it, the the, the more it does kind of stick out. I was like, "Why is janine hmm. But I like it though. I really, really do. Like I said, the scenes with the bowling ball, her talking to it's really nice and sweet. Yes. And and I was just like everybody else. Yeah. Nineteen ninety nine, Janine Garofalo. She was Um, the girl. She was the. She she was was the girl. That that was her. The tough girl. Oh yeah. She She wasn't. She's not.
2: Even still, it's not like she's. She's not an ugly woman by any stretch of the imagination. Not at all. But she's certainly not a supermodel. And there's something about her attitude. And the way she talks that makes her ineffably, ineffably sexy, even yeah. still.
0: She's she's very very smart. She's very very yeah. witty. Her last, brains. Uh, yeah, brains she does have hot. the brains. And when she did the Ben Stiller show, uh, when they did the Ben Stiller show years ago, she was another one that I thought that she was going to completely eclipse Ben Stiller. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, you got to remember, you know, Ben Stiller's big breakout was Meet the Parents. If yeah. I if i'm not mistaken yeah. i mean everyone yeah. who ben stiller was but that was like okay so now we've got ben stiller now
3: mm-hmm.
0: A- and i was under the impression that it would be jenny garofalo coming out of that the ben stiller show that was going to kind of eclipse that because uh coming in this movie she was in the matchmaker and she was in uh truth about cats and dogs I and mean, she had janine garofalo and 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 she sends, you know she still acts she still does lots of cool stuff i mean i I'm going to lose some nerd points here. I literally just finally saw wet, hot American summer, like
2: a few months ago. Oh. I had never seen it. I'm judging you. So please judge right me. Now. Cause as I'm oh, watching this, it's like, why deeply if I waited into 20... my judging eyes <laughs> across this table, Brett literally just leaned
0: back from the board and like F this, <laughs> this was the wrong person to have on this network. <laughs> oh my god. I had just, I had not seen them. So then of course I, I saw the movie and then I watched the two Netflix series, like almost immediately. Um, but it's, you know, especially the the, the follow up episode, the follow up uh, miniseries on Netflix. Uh, I mean, she still got it. I mean, she's still hilarious. But you know, there's there she's there amazing. is yeah, she is amazing. Uh, fun fact: I don't know if it's like too personal for, her, but she says it in her special that she's asexual. Like yeah, yeah, absolutely heard that. Just like meh, meh, which I I don't know why that's applicable at the moment. I just a fun fact, I guess. I just I don't know why I carry that around. Janine Garofalo is asexual. Like, All right. I, that I breaks don't know why that means. so
2: many hearts male and female because like in i was said way. before she, I let, she does have the, for a certain time period she was just like everybody was like
0: everybody liked, she, yeah she
2: was if you had like a brain her. if you were smart mm-hmm. if you were into smart people she was just the one that you, very, you very either smart. wanted to date or hang out with or be their mm-hmm. best friend or be like her mm-hmm. you know i
0: mean she was in, she was on snl that's the yeah. way i feel about and, nathan fillion <laughs> like, and that's a very good choice, good decision to have. He's a very handsome man. I enjoyed that very, Nathan very handsome, so. very handsome. Yeah. Um, uh, get, uh, she you know she came through that season of sadly underrated. I mean, they had like as far as talent wise, one of the best group of talented people in the the season that she was on. It was just it was, they just basically repeated themselves like they did years earlier with Eddie Murphy, where we've we've got these amazing talents, we're just going to squander them and. Yeah. kind of uh, move on from them so yeah she definitely has the comedic chops even to this day um, and, I, and I guess maybe her because her character was more serious like a, a, a total like an overt badass but I don't know I, I, I don't hate her I hate her performance in the movie at all I mean she, she's just great but so we'll check your, definitely... your
2: nerd level now you remember what her other her other badass performance was the voiceover job with Titan A do you remember her character in that Yeah, she was in type
0: (laughs) She was. And she was
2: a total badass in that one. She was in that one, too. Hmm. Total badass. All right. I'm
0: adding all these lists underneath Janine Garofalo now. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So really good good stuff coming out of Mystery Man now. Uh, So you've got the cast, which is absolutely phenomenal. Almost a cast that there's not a single, like we're talking like Janine Garofalo being, you know, a, a borderline genius being a weaker link of the movie. That's pretty yeah, saying exactly. something that's, it's, it's not, stellar. Yeah, yeah absolutely. That, stellar from top to bottom. Every yeah. Eddie Izzard is in this movie. Just oh, like, Hey, I'm hanging out. No. Um, <sighs> Even I love him the, so the, much. the the cursory people just standing around in the background, you look at him was like, oh, I'll be damned, that's CeeLo Green, yeah, exactly, is in this movie, exactly. Um, Dane monsters. Cook,
2: monsters, monsters. Yes,
0: Dane Cook is. Dane Cook, yeah, the waffler, the waffler, yeah. Yeah, I just
1: <laughs> found that out when I yeah. watched yeah. it. That's the the, other day.
0: the, the waffler. <laughs> what what hilarious to me was uh, the squeegee is Dana Gould. Really? <laughs> yes. What? The squeegee is Dana Gould. Dude, yeah, I'm he have to barely that. speaks, but yeah, huh. you look at the credits like he doesn't. He's got the squeegee in their face, and you look like, oh, be damned! That is Dana Gould, and <laughs> like from twenty years ago. Um,
2: I don't believe you. I don't know why. But... I, it's okay.
0: Um, Michael Bay, <laughs> of all people, is yeah. one of the the one of one of the um, he's, he's the um, yeah he's the one, frat of, boys. one of the yep. frat boys. Yeah, one of the frat boys. <laughs> yep. Which, I think which is, is fitting. So. Which is fitting. Not only that, he was like fifteen, twenty years too old for that role twenty years ago. <laughs> yeah. Like, can we bring the brewskis? Of course, you can bring the brewskis. Like, <laughs> he's just totally placating these people, <laughs> these 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 rogues that he's brought in. Oh um, uh, getting back earlier about like the one kind of like cringy pragmatic part is the Suzies, which are complete mm. like you know like Taiwanese like ladyboys, yeah, which. Uh, part of me is like, gross. Another is like, I mean, I guess that's clever, but still kind of proud of me. like I'm losing shit over it.
1: She loves the season. I do. I do. It's fantastic.
2: It's fantastic. I'm going to have to agree to disagree with you here.
0: These things that pop out, especially these movies that are less than, you know, that are over 10 years old, they pop out and they just. Sometimes it just is really, really rough. And well, that yeah. to me, well, it wasn't like, I, I'm not going to speak for a marginalized group, but it was just really like, that's not something okay. that they would do now. 20 years ago,
3: I do have to the cynical to part of either. me is kind of clever
0: yeah. because they're, they're. I mean, they're, they're not making a, a, it's not a secret about it. I mean, they've got some representation. Is like, that's their name they gave them was the Susie's, which.
2: A lot of movies <sighs> that are 20 years old or older, you know, when you watch them with, Modern sensibilities are super flinchy, like, there are tons of flinchy moments. Mm-hmm. And that's another thing that you were saying, like, if you pop this in and didn't tell anybody when this came out, not a lot of no. that in here. No, nope. not a yeah, lot of that. Like, I actually y- just watched
1: Clue <laughs> just the other night, yeah. yeah. And there are a lot of like cringy, isn't it? Yeah. Isn't it awful?
2: Racism. yeah. It's just, yeah, and, yeah. And, and, yeah there I mean, I, I love Clue, but I know there's a you lot forget. of things.
0: I, 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 I was uh, at the uh the opportunity to, to be in that show last year. And yeah, there was stuff where like, Oh yeah. Nope. Uh, mm-hmm. Nope. Uh, nope. I mean, we had to say, it cause you're not going to like, you know, you're not going to compromise what the artist wrote, but like, yeah, that's, that's wh- awful. <laughs> yeah. Waffle. Waffle. But then
2: you go even further back. Mm-hmm. Like I think about when I was growing up, like one of my, I, I was a huge fan of John Wayne when I was a child, mm-hmm. and rationally so. And one of my all time favorite movies is quiet man. hmm. Oh, holy moly. Yeah. Like I had rewatched, I rewatched uh, it. And like some of the, I mean, he's just, it's just brutal. And they're allegedly in love. And mm-hmm. there's that part where here's a stick to beat a wee stick to beat the last with. And mm-hmm. that's like acceptable. He's going to beat his wife, mm-hmm. you know? And it's like, <gasps>
0: see, Oh, see, I didn't, uh, when, when this movie came out, like I was way, there's, there was a period of time a couple years before this movie where I was way into, I wasn't saying I was repressed when I was a kid, but like I had a specific genre of movie I watched. So It was after I got into my mid-teens where I opened myself up to a lot of older movies that I'd never seen before. So I was about 17, 18, 19 years old when I sat down to watch blazing saddles for the first time. Oh, huh. <laughs> <laughs> that's
1: an
2: education. Were you traumatized for life? I mean, you gotta remember, I was... this
0: is 20 years ago. Sensibilities. And I'm
2: still like, See, Oh, I... wow. Uh, uh, I, I watched that on Netflix not long ago Well that's and why I, like, I see like, oh. that pop up
0: I'm like okay there's going to be the time When this movie is not going to be easy to find anymore yeah. You're going to want to watch it now And uh, it's it was it was good I mean I, I enjoyed it But it was really really hard to get through some of that stuff And, and so you know Tying it back to, to, to this movie There's not a lot of that in there, yeah, uh, they, you know, even really the shoveler is suzy, is girls, yeah is is, is in a biracial marriage with his children. Yeah, not even a thing. Not even no, like no, no, and it's not. No, a, you wouldn't even no. like. Oh, you wouldn't even pick up on that now. Even back then, it wasn't even just like yeah. It's not even mentioned because it doesn't need to be. She's uh, the, the 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 lady that played his wife is like, great. Yeah, um, totally played that role, and his children are freaking adorable. <laughs> oh yeah. my god, the children are adorable. <laughs> <laughs> April, you've been kind of quiet over there. I know you're like... I can see you chomping at the bit. No, I'm know. just
3: absorbing everything. <laughs> <laughs> I she's going to come up with this
2: amazing um, zinger at that's the right. end. It's always the like plan. She's, right. she's Silent just Bob, saving it. Like yeah. Silent Bob. Oh, yeah. She's <laughs> going to have her Silent Bob I think to April's soon. point
1: earlier um, about the whole cast and everything, I think Greg Kinnear does an amazing mm. job. Oh, we're but we're one told. of the things I love about the movie is Captain Amazing... He, he gets captured and he's out of the movie in the very beginning yeah, pretty much exactly you know, it's not about Captain no, Amazing it's, not Captain it's all Amazing. about these guys these, the, this, this
0: group uh, yeah it is it's not about the the Superman Batman more it's more like Batman a kind of mix of both Batman and, and Superman character um, when I first watched it the when he's sitting in the car talking to Ricky Jay, incomparable Ricky Jay uh, as his <laughs> that publicist, is such a great thing. Oh my gosh! And he's talking about all the all the heroes or all the villains that they've either killed or uh, in jail or gone crazy or whatever. And he's talking about Casanova times. <laughs> that is the most pitch perfect, it smarmy, is. out of touch, self absorbed um,
2: celebrity celebrity moment. moment. Yeah. He's not playing yeah.
0: Lance Hunt. He's not playing Captain Amer- Amazing. He's playing freaking Greg Kinnear. Yeah. And you could tell he's, just, mm-hmm. he's got those eyes. Yeah. I, can't uh, I, I, I can't do it. I can't do it. Like, oh, my gosh. That's like some real yeah, – he did. Yeah. And it's just so perfect. Like, you don't need even need to know much more about the character than that scene yeah. where they're riding in the limo. And he finds out that – it's not so much that he's out of villains that he's losing sponsors. I, I love how the sponsors are just right on his – Right, on. I know. Totally <laughs> like a speaking, yeah, yeah, not just yeah, totally NASCAR and not like specifically. He's even got like the uh, American, um, the 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 mechanics, uh, the ASC certified mechanic logo. Oh on God, there too. It's literally. It's not like Pepsi I mean, I and Coke or that. anything like that. Yeah, it's got. He's got the ASC logo on oh, like, my oh that gosh. is that is so like why <laughs> and perfect of all the different. Um, yeah, it's totally a NASCAR logos. Okay. Um, You were giving me this look like you had to go. (laughs) I'm good. No, you just really want to run out and watch the movie is what you're talking (laughs) about. So yeah, Captain Amazing, uh, Greg Kinnear is really, really interesting in this movie. And again, it speaks to if they were to make this movie now, that's exactly how they would do it. They would exactly like it. So here, my, my overarching point was, you know, when you look how timeless this is, they literally spoofed. The MCU and the DCU twenty years before yeah. they even made them. Yeah,
2: and the Kung Fu movies with and that the guy. Kung Fu, all the different and beats that
0: all these movies that still have to this day are represented in this movie and, almost perfectly.
2: And Mister Furious is so prescient to life right now because yes. he's just angry, and that's all he is, and mm-hmm. he has no outlet. No, nope. and that's like so many of us our lives right now mm-hmm. that it's like uh, that's your only. You know, you you try to get by, and then you're just yeah. This this you know, speaks it's ridiculous.
0: to to culture now. Yeah, on so many different levels. Probably better
2: than it did then. I, That's exactly, probably why it wasn't a hit.
0: Exactly. The, the 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 themes and the things that are in here. You've got uh As I the blue Raja. The you know, when I was <laughs> you when you listen to the blue Raja talk, how many times and then mostly if you think about it, a lot of these interactions take place on social media like how many times are you sitting there and you've got some smarmy jack's oh but act but oh but oh actually but really this guy mansplains this entire movie especially when he's describing like the blue raja <laughs> and how like his thing is like he totally is just this this um that kind of this know-it-all type that you come across on social media all the time and you've got Mr. Furious is just mad at everything and he's just trying to think. You've got the goody two shoes shoveler,
2: mm-hmm. <coughs> uh,
1: Mister
0: America. Kinda. Mister, kind of like I have just kind of want to be a you know a good. Well, guy.
2: actually, no, he, know, he is. Know. But he but that's but he is a genuinely good but guy. But he, he, he is. I mean, because even like when he has that argument with his wife, mm-hmm. there's a warmth to the argument. You can is, tell that there's yeah. real love in the relationship. Mm-hmm. She doesn't hate him. She's just frustrated. She, mm-hmm. She's just frustrated She's, and tired. Mm-hmm. And it's like, baby, be home with me because I love you. She's yeah. not. She, you know, she's not you see marriages, mm-hmm. you get a little older, you see marriages where that fight blows up and it's like, man, they hate each other and they need to break up right now. Mm-hmm. That one, she's just like, I want to be with my man more. Exactly. Because you're mm-hmm. a real man. Mm-hmm. He's like, and I'm going to leave like, you, <gasps>
0: Eddie. He goes, I know. And he under, he's got empathy. Yeah. He knows how frustrated his wife is and he knows
2: that what he's doing is,
0: in his own opinion, the greater good. Um,
2: he's got a tough choice to make. He does have a yeah. tough choice yeah. to
0: make, and he feels like he's making the, the, the appropriate choice because that's his calling to do that.
2: Yeah.
0: Um, yeah. It's very, but yeah, the different, the different you can almost see archetypes of the types of people that you run into on social media all mm-hmm. the time. And that's mm-hmm. what's like, holy crap, how did they nail that so well? Yeah. Um, April and I were, were talking about this uh, before you guys got here. This movie, you could literally take the script, change nothing. And this is something that one of those like Andy Samberg, Seth Rogen types would make, and it was exactly what they would do, and that would totally fit because they would fill it with all their famous friends, and they would be playing these crazy off the wall characters, and you wouldn't have to even change much. All a hot
2: tub time machine sort of thing. Yeah, exactly. You've got
0: it where it's it's very self um, referencing, it's very self deprecating. They're calling this out, like yeah, this is tropes you see in movies that you know this movie came out and they were making fun of it and then Hollywood went and made these movies despite this. <laughs> like, yep, we're going to yeah. have we're going to have the, the stoic leader, we're going to have the big flashy costumes and everybody's got their own little gimmick, their own little thing. Um cuz that's very that's much... the
2: after the fact that you know, Marvel just took off. Not that long after this. Yeah, let's see 99.
0: It would have been uh well, so 2 years later was Spider-Man. Yeah. Uh to, about 2 years later was when the, did the the Sony...
1: first X-Men movie come out. 2000. It, 2000. Yeah.
0: 2000. So, yeah. So, yeah. after that. Now, you got to remember that those movies that they were making were serious. Even for Marvel movies. Like, you know, uh, the Sony spider the 20th Century Fox, X-Mens. They were still like, if we want a superhero movie, it's got to be gritty. It's got to be... Everybody's involved looks like they have to hate themselves the whole time. Um, and and, there's, and I'll, I'll go on record saying even if you look at the old X Men movies, like they were taking themselves their one little like moment of brevity is like what yellow spandex, and then back into just being all serious. Yeah. And, and you know it, it wasn't until 16 years later when you have like Guardians of the Galaxy comes out, yeah. there's like yeah. oh yeah we're you know, and you know the, the meta Deadpool's. Where it's like, oh, yeah, we're in a superhero movie, and this is ridiculous, but we're we're owning this. They did it before they even did it. Yeah. And there are elements on here that I would say even – I don't want to say they're better, but they hit the nail on the head without being – Well, they're more uh,
2: human because, like she brought up, uh, they're not – they're not actually superheroes. They're just trying to be, they're regular yeah. people trying they to be are. superheroes. They're
0: just trying to fight crime. They're not trying to be superheroes. Which yeah. They're
2: more like vigilantes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. yes. Exactly. Yeah. Which you can, you can. Which it's is another funny. thing on social media. People are like borderline vigilantes all the time mm-hmm. anymore. You know, it's like hyper
0: sensitive on every little thing. Yeah. You can't, you know, it's like,
2: oh, don't throw a spork at me Mm -hmm. anymore. You're
0: either either 100% with us or 100% against us. There's no, there's not a lot of middle ground. There's
2: no such thing as a middle ground. And that's the new dirty word that I just could not believe is, oh, oh, you're, you're a ridiculous centrist. And I was like, centrist. (laughs) Yeah. Which. When did that become a, a, a. A slur that you're you're In a terrible way that you're a centrist. centrist. Yeah. It's like,
0: yeah. I'm not a billionaire, so I'm obviously I'm not going to play. My, oh, you made a mess, but I did. A,
2: that's. I got too excited and I got banged too my soda. About Mr. Furious. I got, banged my soda <laughs> and it went everywhere.
0: So that's okay. Yeah, this, this movie. I mean, and if you amazing. think about like, yeah, this is something that that I could totally see like a Seth Rogen or an Andy Samberg. Doing filling it up with all their famous kind of a, in a way they already have, in other type of genre movies. I like you see you call that Hot Tub Time Machine, which I think is absolutely perfect, Specef- especially the first one. Yeah, uh, where they go back to an '80s movie and all those beats are there. Yeah, this, these beats were there, but they were like legit there, and they knew it, and it's so great. Um, the the fact that there was a scene that really, and it didn't really. I didn't really pick up on it as much as I did from yes when I was watching it yesterday. And I don't think it was done on purpose, but to me it was when when they find Dr. Uh, excuse me, Captain Amazing uh, tied to the chair and he's been there for a while and he's trying to talk them through turning the machine off and releasing him and they slowly turn the machine on and he dies. <laughs> they Spoil- too much. Yeah, they toggle. Yeah, how many toggles in toto are we talking? <laughs>
1: Apart from the gratuitous yeah. toggle that you exactly, the <laughs> gratuitous
0: toggle. what really if you if you if you if oh you gosh. if you sit back and watch that and you watch how he interacts with them for one, he's completely talking down to them. Oh yeah, but there's actually not a lot of there's a little bit of immediacy, but not a lot of immediacy to it. Now, from twenty year older eyes, from somebody that's personally gone through a lot of you know crap that we've all gone through our lives to me that looks like he just kind of knew that this is where it come. This is where Mm -hmm. it ends because there's, there's a level of, of non, I want to say uh, there's not a lot of sense of urgency in what he's telling them. And he's at first he's frustrated. And then after a while he's very aloof and like not really even quite, quite even paying attention anymore. And when they do turn the machine on, you know, and then he dies. Now, I'm saying I'm, I'm I'm reading way too much into this. I know that's not the case at all. <laughs> but to me, it's like, wow, he literally just kind of let that happen. And he kind of, he knew how to turn the machine on and off. So he kind of knew what was happening. And he was, as the scene goes on, he's not freaking out like he does at the very beginning. He just kind of like, the, he, it was almost like he saw that the end was there. And that's what's going to happen. Like the ultimate
2: lowered in, expectations. It's like, there's no way I'm making out of this alive. Yeah. So I just might as well relax yeah. and, and now, take
0: it. <laughs> You know, somebody who wants to see more there than what's there, you can almost like, wow, that's kind of poignant in a way that like you knew that like his time of being the super, the, the super majority, the, 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 the,
4: Uber the Ubermensch, exactly. Oh, yep,
0: the Ubermensch. Beautiful word. Yep. Okay, let's yeah. I, I'm see. Sorry. I was gonna Uber say. Mensch. I was gonna say King Turd on Shit Mountain, but <laughs> Ubermensch. I you know, the. <laughs> I think Ubermensch is slightly <laughs> more, is a bit more. It is a little bit a little Eevee. higher brow than the you know. This, <laughs> um, I don't know. Like I said, I'm I'm reading way too much into that scene, but that's what like to me it's like he doesn't look like somebody that's really wanting to get out of there. I think he. You he know, knew the end yeah, was was there is, yeah the the, the 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 time of uh, your lance hunts and your captain amazings is coming to an end and now you've got these scrappy shovel people that <laughs> are have been marginalized and not having their time now have their time
3: well my Am favorite I... thing that they did at right after janine garofalo went over and checked his pulse I mean the guy is like <laughs> he is practic- he's like a, he practically he's like practically a pile of ashes
2: <laughs> and she goes
3: and checks his pulse yeah and his hand falls off
0: yeah, uh, so yeah do you I don't really- think he's gonna make
3: it right do you really need I love to William
0: H. Macy <laughs> you could you could. I've been here the whole time you could tell I <laughs> yeah. said no he's, he's just, not taking any credit yeah. for what happened yeah like I I that. I know uh, I've, I'm reading way too much into that but that that just seemed very like wow there's I don't know if he, he just played that scene wrong but that's how it read to me, and whatever. So. Can I, I never jump in and say it. something really? Please, quick? I oh. enjoy that. yeah. Uh, read, I feel everybody. like we
4: would be uh, remiss if to if we didn't mention uh, kind of the analog to this movie. This is being a comedy with. Normal people pretending to be superheroes, uh-huh. and I feel like that's—it's almost like the perfect analog to Watchmen. <gasps> yes, okay. another yes. one of my absolute very favorite good. movies because very, Watchmen very... is, of course, like a very gritty and realistic mm-hmm. take on superheroes. I guess yep. I mean, but they're of. real human but, problems, right? Yeah. But they're real. The only yeah. one person on Watchmen has any superpowers. Everybody else is just, uh, you know, dickheads basically playing dress up. Mm-hmm. So I feel like Mystery Men is actually of kind of a like a comedic response at least to alan moore's original graphic novel I, when did that, that graphic
2: novel come at, out
0: uh 86 80s, yeah, yeah, 86. yeah it 80, 80, it, 86 it is, is when that old out. isn't it mm. now what's funny is that mystery men what was based on a comic there was a comic yeah. called yeah. Mystery yeah, Men. Yeah. it came from uh actually bob burden uh was one of the writers of this movie it had a the flaming carrot comics was the comic and the, the main character was like the flaming carrot and he was a guy that wore oh God. a giant <laughs> carrot on his face with a flame on the top i wish they and... would have
3: had that character
0: i'm actually oh. surprised they didn't even name drop it <laughs> considering <laughs> the guy that wrote those comics wrote this movie like uh where's the flaming carrot oh he's not available so i mean we're, what do you guys else think about the mystery man we've got oh eddie izzard Oh, yes. Plays one of the Disco Boys. Yes. Oh, my the goodness. Disco boys. Again, another There's character so that I wish... so many
2: stars.
0: Yeah. People so that many, were nobody
2: be... then. I mean, because yeah. like I remember when I saw this, uh, my, my now ex-husband, mm-hmm. we were dating at the okay. time. Um, he was like, who's that guy? And I was like, oh. I mean, I knew who Eddie Izzard was because I'm a huge fan of comedy. Mm-hmm. I was like, you don't know who he yeah. is. You know, and I was like maybe this relate maybe the relationship should have been over at that that should point. have been your red flag yeah, that should have been my big red flag so where do you stand on Eddie Izzard? who uh, yeah right, we're done i'll say good day <laughs> like, we'll say yeah. good day sir yeah, but e- e- yeah. even
0: like throwaway characters like claire forlani's in this yeah she plays the waitress that he tries to woo uh poorly until she's kind of like okay you know almost takes pity on him what's once, once he breaks that mr furrier's facade and he's just just uh, you know a, a scared nervous person and she's like okay see that's the person that i like not Mm -hmm. one thing i
1: did look up yeah the director um his name is kinka usher yeah he was a commercial director before mystery men this was his (laughs) first feature film Mm -hmm. and his only feature film is it really uh right after mystery men he just went back into making commercials (laughs) really and he's never done any other film since
0: (laughs) interesting yeah he doesn't hasn't made any movie
1: i don't know if he was like blackballed or something or if he just decided
2: eh. it wasn't that big of a loser i mean what what did you say it was 68 and then it made, made for 30...
0: 68 and yeah they made 33
2: see that's that's a huge loss yeah <laughs> that's a, uh, half mm. of the mo- money that you spend yeah Plus i mean marketing you mm-hmm. like, well that's true that's true
4: like, yeah.
2: like that. but mm-hmm. there are first-time filmmakers that have bombed way worse than that that maintain Correct. careers yeah yeah I mean you, you know. could actually,
1: you know, still. And there's so many directors that just keep making films. Yeah. He he hasn't made anything.
0: There was it's another kind of director on the on this show that we talked about that literally mm-hmm. that was the only thing they ever did and um I am I'm I'm, I'm 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 drawing a blank now, but there there, yeah, there are some directors, you know, they're not, you know, speaking of, of the Sixth Sense, I mean they're not all they're not all <laughs> yeah. they're not all M Night Shyamalan that's still writing that goodwill from that one movie. Yeah. That's. You know every about every 10 years he comes out with something that's vaguely interesting and then he gets another 10 Somewhat. years for it yeah he was he was able to make it to uh, what was that one I know that he just had the, uh, the um the the glass unbreakable yeah. movie that just came out but then there's a 10 and then I know that like for some reason like the village and lady of the Wa- the village was something that people you know village were into, was but. Uh,
2: well, so I I liked it.
0: One one of the better Twilight Zone episodes turned into a movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
2: basically, basically it was a, it's a it, it would have There's been a lot of his movies. You could thirty say minute. The, yeah, it could have been a thirty minute Twilight Zone show and yeah, been yeah, just definitely. as entertaining. Yeah,
1: exactly. I thought the village was okay. The end.
0: Many many stupid. people. Yeah. Uh, so I always throw this up there on the on the on the on the Facebook page about movies that people hate, and uh, Avatar: The Airbender comes up quite often. <laughs> now, I myself have never seen that movie. So we're definitely going to do it on this show. I'm going to sit and watch it, and then we're going to do this episode. Um, because I don't think there's any movie that could be completely unredeemable. But um, I, I, It's kind Phantom of a sad Menace. that you didn't... Excuse me? Phantom Menace. Phantom Menace. Get out. <laughs> you realize that I'm building the foundation for my little project here <laughs> off of that movie.
4: <laughs>
1: uh, Darth Maul was a great character.
0: Yes. there is. We he's just needed a, he's more. a excellent bad guy. <laughs> That's why they had to bring him back because we needed more of him. Yeah. They built a whole part of their huge production or promotion ties for this character. is like goodbye.
2: Yeah.
0: Which I mean, it's I don't want to get back into Phantom Menace, but I have like you. I don't want
2: to get back into Phantom Menace, but so we're going to get back into Phantom Menace, which is
0: basically your Boba Fett's of the of that series. It's like, oh, he's awesome, and there for a second. That's it. Anyway. So, Mystery Men, we're getting about the time to say goodbye. Oh. Um, I, April, you've been kind of quiet for a while, and I, I want to start off with some Maury Povich final thoughts that you have. Because you told me we were watching <laughs> it earlier. It's actually Jerry Springer Not... that has the Oh, is there. it? Oh, that's right. <laughs> it is Jerry Springer.
3: Hey, and if you've final... ever listened to those, they're actually pretty deep. No,
0: no. They're, that, that, I, I model that when I close these things out. I try to think of – that's who I'm thinking of. Anyway, the Mystery Men. Should I throw something? or what? Yes, please. I'm t- I'm, my shirt's already off. You guys can't see that well, at home. We have yeah, we have Steve. a cardboard cutout Steve Austin that looks at us while we do this. Tony, you probably should have sat on this side. So you I know. I've been he's, looking at this. He's
2: so look. sexy and menacing at the same time. <laughs> can't
0: explain. Oh yeah. Bye. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna write down my, my 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 call it the spleen that I like. Okay,
3: so April,
0: the quiet
4: one, wow us. <laughs>
3: Uh, you're going to be sad because I don't really have anything to I'm not sad I don't know I this movie just really hit home to me just because the relatability of the characters and just how there's so many one-liners that you your stomach just hurts by the time you finish it because Mm -hmm. it's like you watch it they say something hilarious I am the worst person when it comes to memorizing like the one-liners from the store from the from the movie but I mean it's just one right after another and it's just such a smart movie that there is there's just so much to it that that people can 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 grasp from it It, Mm -hmm. it's just one of my favorites it's been my favorite for a very long time so
0: awesome thank you April. thank you again for being here today i really appreciate it
2: yeah well thanks for having me i really appreciate it oh yeah um, well, and uh, something that didn't come up, I mean, it, it is kind of the, the closing of an era film, because like you said, all the Marvel films came out and whatever. And, and previous to that, it was like, oh, people that like to read aren't going to go to movies. And mm-hmm. they didn't bother to put a budget together. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, I don't know. I don't know.
0: I, I was reading um, some, because one of the other episodes, somebody brought up, you know, to, trying to think of, of criticism from the movies of the time. And there was one that came out of Britain that I thought was really apropos. They said that the movie is okay if this is the kind of genre that you like. Which in and itself isn't like an earth-shattering review, but that's how little this kind of genre was thought of See, back if they then. had
2: marketed this, at, I mean, it, things might have been completely different for this if they had marketed it as a comic book film like they did the Marvel films because comic book geeks mm-hmm. were ready for this. And it absolutely was not marketed that way.
0: I, I, I to, to your point, yeah, they were ready for like a big superhero movie. But not to like, you know, if, if you don't know that they're, you would almost say that they were making fun of the superhero movies if you thought about it. If you look at it that way. And and they were ready because, yeah, you're right. They were. Because um, it was just a year uh, later, like you said, it was year Spider-Man. X, yeah, Spider-Man was X-Man a year and a half. And, and X-Men. Which people were excited for. But, I mean, before this you had Blade which yeah, blade with all due respect brought to the forefront how how comic book movies could be true could be yeah. uh, marketable and then you tie that in with things that are like from The Matrix, which is right along that same vein they weren't a comic book but it was along that same vein of like a live-action anime mm-hmm. you, you you've got all these different things together that, that that gave birth so to speak. I'm looking at you April because that <laughs> could happen anytime while we're filming no, this it it totally put in put in it, it, it's it's a lot of pieces had to come together i think to get to a point where superhero movies are the top i don't know that right, endgame's right. going to take over i yes. don't know, it's going to take over avatar but it's going to get universe. close yeah the mcu is th- taking over all these other other genres and i think that this has definitely has its piece uh, uh owns a piece of that to like
2: even though it was technically a flop it it, was a it flop. added a little mm-hmm. piece of the you know
0: yeah. It, it, it's almost like the lessons you could take from this movie. I wish that they would have remembered going forward because uh,
2: yeah, so I agree. Spider Man was fun, so serious. the early ones still, were so serious. You know,
0: the, the draw of Spider Man, in my opinion, and I could be wrong on this, was that it was the technical act. They could finally make a Spider Man look like Spider Man. Mm-hmm. Right. Know? Yeah. That was the real appeal of that. It wasn't yeah, so much right. of like, hey, he's your friendly neighborhood Spider Man, and he, he looks like he hates himself being in that movie too. Like, again, my opinion, but. It's still like you see Spider Man be Spider Man now that you never yeah. really saw well yeah. that much, um, going toward and then and then the Nolan Batman movies came out and it literally like I said I, it wasn't until <clears throat> closer to Guardians that they realized wait a second people like superhero movies and want to have a good time they can laugh and have fun at them as well as like be engaged and this proved a point that you could be silly and still yeah still you know this w- was proof that that formula works. And it wasn't till a decade and a half later that they really implied it. In my opinion, I'm, yeah, I
2: don't know. It was it's such a good movie, and when you when you message me about it, I was just so excited. I was like, yes, yes, A a thousand times yes. You know, so excited because I do love that movie. Yeah, so I said this. This isn't a movie, movie that people say.
0: look at as they hate. Like I just think that this movie.
2: I think uh, a lot of people just missed it. Yeah, yeah I don't think a lot it. of people
0: understood. They either missed it, and it what, wasn't, yeah. It was, what it was supposed to be,
1: no, you know? No, no. I it was think just, they were expecting that kind of superhero kind of movie. A little bit
0: closer, yeah. And but, I, 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 it just, I think it was just too early. It was absolutely mm-hmm. too early. And, um, and and that's in my opinion. Again. Yeah. So, what are some of your closing thoughts, Ben? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm waiting. You've got your <laughs> notebook open. I'm ready. My body is prepared. Yes,
2: he actually <laughs> made notes. He's I, I so did.
0: I, I yeah, love it so much. that You know.
2: I'm the only loser of the band. Actually, no, we, co- we covered shocker. most of everything that <laughs> I
1: actually okay. have written down. That's okay. Yeah. Um, it, it is one of my all-time favorite movies. I remember watching it in the theater. Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of had the same reaction that I had to Moulin Rouge at first. Yeah, okay. When I uh, first started watching Moulin Rouge, um, I had no idea what I was watching. And I'm like, I, I, was, I was drugged to Moulin Rouge. Uh, that sure. wasn't my um, kind of thing. But as soon as uh, they're in the um, in the Moulin Rouge and mm-hmm. they start with the Nirvana and the guys, dun dun, all of a sudden it got me. Once it yeah, when it clicks, and, uh, yeah. it works. And Moulin Rouge is one of my all-time favorite movies. Yeah, it's a good as mo- movie, was an amazing movie. And I kind of had the same reaction to this uh, when I went to the theater, and you know, it first started with the nursing home scene, mm-hmm. and I wasn't exactly sure what was going on. It was just a lot of stuff. Um, but then as soon as The guys come in um you know with the shoveler and mr Mm -hmm. furious and um the blue raja all of a sudden it it clicked for me and i was like oh this is this is awesome this is great and it just got better from there Mm -hmm. and still 20 years later it's still one of
0: my all-time favorite movies that i quote on a daily basis you know what uh, listening uh, as, you were, as you were talking right now, you know what I realized was that two years before this was Batman and Robin.
2: Mm.
1: Oh.
0: So Such you want to talk about? Movie. I to, I can't believe I totally just distra- dropped.
2: Horrible...
4: Check oh. out episode five of the Beacon <laughs> Rewind don't, or episode don't look at four me in, in where we talk about Batman voice, and Robin. Sir. But uh,
0: <laughs> I'm uh, no, so my opinion. that just you know we, we have these aha you know, take on me moments in this show, and for me was <laughs> definitely. <on> me. <laughs> Definitely, that's it. I mean, I I think that is why this movie wasn't as big as it could have been when it was made. Because, yeah, Yeah, you just came off of two years before was Batman and Robin. The end of what they believed to be, okay, superhero movies are not going to go anywhere. Mm -hmm. We've, We've burned ourselves out. We made Batman and Robin, which people hated. I loved. And so now you've got this movie two years later that's making fun of that genre that we've already been making fun of for two years. Nobody really liked oh. that. And so, I mean, what did they have to compare it to? You know, they're, they're, they're bringing, they're kicking a dead horse. If you think about it, because I don't even think blade three came out between 97 and 99 blade three, I think was in early two thousands. I could be wrong, but I really, I, there's nothing jumping out at me as far as a big budget superhero movie. This isn't a big budget movie, but it, it was a big studio film. Uh, so it's 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 parodying a genre that at that moment was dead and so two years into Spider Man, again, the big draw of that movie was the, the effects. Yeah. Uh, that I think, in my opinion, is why maybe this film didn't get as big as popular. I don't know. What do you, what do you think about that, Brett? You're I don't know if you're a
2: neutral yeah, no, You're not. You're I the voice tell.
4: of reason. You're, you're our sphinx in
0: this.
2: W-
4: why do I think this movie wasn't as successful? Yes. Uh, I feel like it kind of suffered from the cable guy syndrome, I'll call it. Okay. Where people mm. remember when Cable Guy came yeah. out, Yeah, and Jim Carrey was kind of at like peak Ace Ventura uh-huh. and Dumb yeah. and Dumber. Cable and then, Guy's
1: c- a decent movie.
4: Cable Guy is a, I love Cable Guy, but it's not Jim Carrey it's being not Jim at Carrey all. like it's very dark. It's oh, a very really? sad. Like, oh, yeah, God. yeah. It's a very <laughs> like he Jim Carrey plays a broken person in that movie. Yes, He, he does is, uh, like very very mentally ill. Mm-hmm. And so it's creepy and a little scary at times. And he's just pretty much a stalker. Borderline terrifying. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean,
2: that's almost a horror movie. Right. You know? Yeah, exactly. It, it really it is. is.
4: For sure. It's almost like a Vincent Priceian type of horror yeah. movie, you know. Uh, but I would say Mystery Men kind of suffers from the same thing where you have a lot of people in it that are known for comedy, right? But they're not necessarily doing the comedy that people would expect from them like ben affleck always before that like and there's something about mary and stuff like that he was always playing like ben stiller ben stiller like neurotic jewish guy you know what i mean and then in this he's kind of he's like angry and Mm -hmm. not very relatable and kind of pretty far out there and uh, paul rubens people didn't really want to see paul rubens at the time because he was jerking off in movie theaters Mm -hmm. (laughs) Which, Which that
2: that will never happen again. Well, for the record,
4: it it was in an adult movie theater. And you know what? People have done way worse shit than that. (laughs) Uh, A-okay. A-okay with that. Um, So, yeah, I think that has a lot to do with it. It's just that Mm -hmm. it wasn't... uh, uh, I I don't think it played to what people wanted to see from the people that were in the movie. Because by all logic, with Ben Stiller, William H. Macy, uh, Janine Garofalo, all these, you know, big they were famous at that. Like in the nineties, yeah. Janine Garofalo and Ben Stiller were very famous. Yeah. Yes, they were. And I think that might be a, a reason for it. It's just that they weren't playing to type necessarily. It's
0: very reminiscent to uh, the last episode, Sergeant Pepper, to where you've got all the parts. It should have been perfect and it didn't. I can ra- that movie, by the way. Thank I you. That's that a good movie. So, uh, awesome. so it had all the parts and all the makings of something that should have been amazing. And it wasn't. But then again, you look at the movies that came out about that time that became hits out of that. I mean, people weren't wanting this. They were already tired of this anyway from the two years before with Batman and Robin. They wanted American Pie and they wanted the Blair Witch Project and The Sixth Sense. I mean, this was early, early, early 2000s or, or excuse me, early, early, early internet to where people thought the Blair Witch Project was real. So yeah, that's do where you your remember mindset that Campaign was. where they yes, had the I fake do. website yeah, where it was I like, "Is it. this real or I not?" I bought it. Blair Witch Project <laughs> is one of my absolute favorite movies.
2: Oh, I went and saw <laughs> I that will with tell my. You. Oh yeah, yeah. That's one uh, of the
4: highest grossing independent films mm-hmm. ever made. And and right. At
0: the well, time because of, they well, had yeah. like no budget. It's it was like thirty four thousand yeah. oh, yeah. dollars
2: to build make that movie. It was something ridiculous. Yes.
0: Stay tuned because we're definitely going to get to Blair Witch Project on this on this show, but. So I mean, if you think about it, they're they're parrying a, a a genre that people weren't really even caring a care about anyway, and at that time they were moving on to things that were new and different. And the sixth sense, the Blair Witch Project, uh, um, American Pie was very 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 different. This humor, I mean, the spleen, <laughs> which again, when he shows off his, t- oh, my I got I, I, I got to mention that just it's, <laughs> oh, it was brilliant. My it was brilliant then, and it's still brilliant. Right before he shows his his thing, he reaches around, he grabs a handful of, of, of clothespins, and then stands up and does the thing. So basically, he was walking around with ass cheeks, clothespin. <laughs> so funny, and you know, lo- looking back at it. But at that time, they were wanting, you know, this is PG PG thirteen, and they yeah. definitely wanted R. They wanted people. We talked about this before the the episode April. They wanted people. Fucking an apple pie. They didn't want Pee Wee Herman making fart jokes. And.
4: Uh, I, I, I could be wrong, but I think that that's what...
0: And really they,
2: excellent fart
0: jokes. Yeah, they were no, they, yeah. were perfect. they were awesome. They were perfect.
4: American Pie is trash. That movie sucks. That movie It does is, not hold up. No, not it, aged well totally at all. Totally a flash in the pan. Yeah. Yes, it was. It sucked at the time, too. It was. Same thing with
2: Blair Witch. It was totally of the time, like the internet campaign, whatever. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you watch it now, it just absolutely does not hold up at all. I... Because you had to have been caught in the fever You had to have to an emotional it. attachment to yeah. like it. Now yeah. I yeah. love it.
0: I have an emotional attachment to it. So, um, yeah, to me, it, it, it sets up. But it, it really does call out that un- a very crowded entertainment choice you had that summer. If you look at the movies that came out that summer, are movies that people still talk about today, still watch today. There is a there is a market. There is a there is a I think for this, and I think. That the fact that it's still around And people at least have a cursory know about it Speaks to how timeless And if you haven't watched the movie If you're listening And you haven't watched the movie recently we Do yourself a favor Do yourself oh, yes. a favor Pretend that it's it was made uh, uh, this year Don't even think about it being 20 years well, old especially And you will be shocked like At how relatable Over
2: it is. and over again So many of these secondary and tertiary characters yeah. Are huge stars now Huge mm-hmm, stars mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: it's absolutely uh, fantastic. And like I said, it's not a bad movie. It just does not have the the, the, the I guess, clout is the word that, I don't know, it's probably not the best word for it. But it just does not have that reverence that I, I think it very much deserves. And it does, it shows that you can have fun, you can do something off the wall crazy, and it can work perfectly well. And it's a lesson that I don't think superhero movies learned. Until I always go back to Guardians. To me that that was, for me, was a watershed moment for you'll see every single uh, superhero movie after that
4: had changed drastically. But I will, with Guardians of the Galaxy, what they did is that they struck a tone between very funny, but also having... Like great action uh, sequences. Yeah, yeah. Where, yeah, Whereas Mystery Men, I would say, was solely comedy and it was not yeah. Yeah. really was. trying to, they weren't really trying to be like oh, yeah, a no. big comic book. Oh, yeah. No, it's, it's,
0: I mean, if you look at it, it's built, it's, it's not really not built as a super, I mean, it is a superhero movie, but yeah. The The lessons that I think you can learn from this is that, you know, you can have fun and still be serious. I mean, these people are committed to what they have to do in this movie the whole time, they don't let it go. And there's a lot of theme of these movies that we talk about in the show that the the people involved do not let it go the whole time. They, um, obviously, it's a movie so kind of it's easy to edit that mm-hmm. in, but they don't. They, it's at no point do you see the whole concept breaking down and they just like they man, never whatever.
2: laugh at themselves. Correct.
0: They at never all. laugh at themselves. No. No, it's there's never, no
2: wink and a nod in it nope. at all. There's to not. Each a, other. There's
0: not a sliver of Deadpool in this movie. No. <laughs> they no. are want, even when it's. Even when the absolute, even they're talking about Lance Hunt with his glasses. And <laughs> Lance Hunt wears glasses. They buy that. They don't like. Uh, they, yeah, there's, at no point do they look at the camera and wink at all. No. In this no. in this flim film. Uh, so I think that, like I said, it's it's not a bad movie. It's a it's a very hilarious movie and it's very very timeless. A lot more timeless coming out of this era than a lot of movies back then. And I just think it's just not as appreciated as it should be. And I think absolutely. that's why it, that's why. I, I picked this movie for the show. Not because it's bad, because it's not. It's just underappreciated. Um so Such that's a where, tragedy. It is a tragedy. But I guess that not really, because there's no bad like you look at this now, there's nothing none of these people have ruined their 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 careers. You know, you don't watch no. this somebody and Except Kinka Usher, I guess. Uh, who Kinka Usher? Except director. for Kinka Usher, yeah. But there, there's no. <laughs> now, see, that was the but,
2: big letdown. Of the, you just made me so sad when you brought out that little factoid. Oh. I'm gonna go of and the sit director? in my car and no, i No, I think it's more lot. he
1: decided.
0: He probably yeah decided.
2: Are, are this we was gonna a take say that it was he so, just decided? You know, there's, there's okay. a lot of
0: these movies that are you 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 you, you, you go His back with with crushed. a lot of people in them, and there's always like that one or two person, you know, one or two people that have since made a mockery of themselves or have just like you know we're in a day and age where our heroes are dropping out of you know we're watching our heroes fall left and right either they're dying or they're just embarrassing themselves or they're just saying crazy awful out of touch things it is too easy to do and you look at that other than Hank Azaria being a poo there's nothing like there's no Tragedy that came out of this movie. Like, you can't look at this and, like, yeah, this is everybody. Like, it's are people that are mostly all working still, and it's just a wonderful, wonderful movie. And I think that that's the big takeaway from The Mystery Man. I agree. Yep. Very awesome. Mm-hmm. April? Just not.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I could sit and talk about this movie for hours.
0: Yeah, I could too, yeah. but uh, I didn't think, you know, <laughs> try to, you know, these, these, movies. it's always funny. We, we, we talk for, you know, I said, hey, we're going to do an hour. I hope we can get an hour's worth of material talking about these movies. And then something like this happens, and we go over it, and I just love it. It's like, we throw could... it in. We can yeah. watch it again. Let's yep. go.
3: <laughs> I know there's yeah. so many things. I'm like, oh, I want to talk about the PMS Avenger. I want to talk oh, about yeah. this and this. I only <laughs> work four days a <laughs> week. Four days
0: a week. <laughs> four days a <laughs> month. I days, oh, yeah, days a month. Oh, yeah. Four days a month.
2: Yeah. Oh, God.
0: What? I forgot what. You know there's this. There's oh, so uh, many
2: uh, golden uh, uh, seconds uh, in this uh, movie.
0: The pencil The pencil head is Doug Jones. Oh. It is. It's Doug Jones. Yeah, that's <laughs> He's your homework, the listeners.
2: That's
0: so, No, it's 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 time to go. But that's hey. our homework. Doug Jones. Wow. We love Doug Jones. Look him up. You know him. You've seen him. Uh, thank you so much, April, Sonia and Ben, for coming. Thank being you for the having talk. me. Of course, it's, it was an honor. Brett, thanks you for. I really appreciate you guys. Thanks for uh, inviting me. Yeah, it. of course. Uh, we love you guys. Uh, I'm gonna try this out again. I tried it out before. So, uh, thanks for listening, everybody. And remember. If you're gonna do a rewind, you might as well be kind. I think I'm gonna make it work. I think I can make I can make that stick. I don't know. Yeah. I, I really appreciate it, everybody. I love you, and uh, we'll see you next time.